Greetings, Yinzers. I'm your host, Bethany Conley, and here to my left wearing an ACDC Highway to Hell shirt is my co-host, Chris Olszewski. Hello. Today we are interviewing a dear old friend of mine, Dr. Sarah Petrus. Sarah is a veterinarian, lover of animals, wife to a Hungarian firecracker of a guy, and mother of two precious little girls, one of whom is right here and has the cutest little hiccups ever. (laughs) We can't wait to hear about Sarah's experiences living abroad, finding international love, moving back to the U.S., practicing veterinary medicine, and starting a family. Welcome to Yin's World. Okay, so before we start, Sarah, say hello. Hello. <laughs> and tell us about this elixir that you have brought for us. Right, so this is a staple of Hungarian well, life, I say. They don't even just drink it with meals. They just drink it all the time. Wow. Um, it's called palenka. I, palenka. Honestly, Did I say it right? Yes. Okay. And I honestly don't know if you can find it here. I, I want to say no. I've never seen that bottle before. I don't know. Yeah, yeah like definitely that. not that, that brand. But yeah. um, so I brought back the more uh, not generic, the commercial type, because mm. in Hungary, everybody makes their own at home. But it's harder to get back into the U.S. So this nice. is the milder, the milder one. This will not make you go blind. Okay. Well, that's good. So, yeah, we're going to do, this is going to be our first time um, doing a shot on the podcast. And also, it's it's 12 in the afternoon on a Sunday. So, (laughs) this is going to be a first for for me and Chris for a long time. But it's Sarah's last day of maternity leave. Mm. So, we're celebrating. All right. What do they say? It smells like formaldehyde. I was trying to figure out what it smells like. Formaldehyde. Do you know, it, it reminds me of science. Like as soon as I smelled it, I smelled like it was like science class in like eighth grade. Whenever bottoms you're like, up. No. Yeah. Wait, how do you say cheers in Hungarian? Egeshegedre. Say again. Egeshegedre. Egeshegedre. Yes. Egeshegedre. Yeah. Egeshegedre, guys. Mm. That's oh, actually not, not bad. bad. No. It really burns, but it tastes actually really good. I was expecting it. To be worse. Yeah, I was ex- <laughs> definitely expecting no, a worse. Kind of, that's really yeah, good, it's actually. It's kind of tasty. Yeah, it yeah. is. What is the flavor? What do you think? This it- is cherry. Okay, so mm. that's this why is- it's kind of tasty. Yeah, and they anything you can make jam of, they make palenka of. The most common oh, is wow. actually plum, but Ooh, I really like delicious. this one. Mm. Yeah, that was really good. I don't really like hard alcohol at all. Neither that was do I. Delicious. It's kind of dangerous. It's been years like a- since I've done a shot. Actually, I don't even remember the last time I did a shot. It's been many, Guys, many years. Get, you have to get on my level. <laughs> this is maternity leave is really up to my game. Uh, so, Sarah, first we want to formally congratulate you on the birth of your second daughter, Lana. Thank you. How old is she now? She. So this is a hard one. She is eight weeks, but not two months. She will be because she was born on the fifteenth of. Oh, okay. So if you go by May? actual, no, j- yes, yeah, May. May. Okay. So if you go by actual, like looking at weeks, and this is the same way they measure 
like pregnancy, which was new to me until I actually got pregnant. So I don't know if you want to call her two months old, eight weeks old. I'm I'm drunk now, so I don't even know what. (laughs) (laughs) My brain stopped working. (laughs) Your work here is done, Sarah. Yeah. I'm just going to take a nap. You guys can just talk. Mission accomplished. (laughs) So Lana's asleep now. Baby hiccups. Fingers crossed. Are over. (laughs) That is the cutest thing ever, though. Yeah. That's a really cute sound to have in there <laughs> so um tell us how it's going did you have like an okay pregnancy how did it compare yeah, with your th- well okay i am not one of those women that like loved being pregnant and it was magical and everything i hated every second of it i genuinely did mm-hmm. and i don't care if both of my girls know that in the future <laughs> um so the easiest part pretty much of both pregnancies was the labor and delivery and um it went fine i have nothing Nothing exciting to share, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first, um, the first labor and delivery was was that easier than the second labor and delivery? Not necessarily. It was a little more straightforward. It was like movie style. I actually, it was like eleven p.m. on a Friday or something, and I popped like fifty milligrams of Benadryl, and then my water broke, like wow. like gushing, like sounded like a balloon gushing water, and I was like, "Well, crap! We have about thirty <laughs> minutes to get there before I fall asleep." Oh my god! And um, that you was relaxed, probably. Yeah. Well, that was. I literally walked in and was like super drunk. They were probably like, "What is wrong with this woman?" <laughs> and it, since it was at night, I then they hooked me up to all that stuff and like all the monitors and shit. And then I went to sleep for the next couple hours. They literally woke me up and were like, "You have to have the baby now." Wow! And it was great. This one, my water broke, but not as predominantly. So it was just kind of like a trickle for two days. And I kept being like, mm, this doesn't feel right. And I went to the doctor and she's like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> so like two days later, I checked myself into the hospital in the morning and stupidly did not eat this time on the way in. And they were like, yep, that's your uh, your water broke. So we're admitting you. And they hooked me up to everything in the morning, would not let me eat for another 20 hours. Wow. And then I couldn't really sleep either because I'd been at the hospital. Is that in case you have to have anesthesia and yeah. stuff? Okay. Yeah, in theory. Mm. But like I said, with my first like dream you know, pregnancy, um, on the way to the hospital, Balazs let me stop and we got like a burger. <laughs> I was like, screw it. I know the uh, anesthesia risk is low. I'm not going to aspirate. So worth worth getting a burger. Nice. But yeah, both of them, like I said, I I got the drugs. I'm not one to be a hero. I did not want to feel anything. I was like, I want to wake up holding a baby. And it was it was absolutely fine. I can totally imagine. Good. I can relate to that story because I love <laughs> I love burgers. So. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm thinking about burgers, but but yeah, the, the pregnancy part too. But. <laughs> so, um, what was I going to ask? Did you? I forget everything now that I've had some palanka. Sorry. What proof is that? Like 300 proof or something? Like I'm what? honestly not sure. Like I said, it varies from the other room. kind to kind, and uh, like different uh, flavors and who makes it and everything mm. said so this one i i was went a little bit easier on you the f- i won't say the first time i had palanca because we drank a lot of it but i went to um one of the earlier times i went to it's called a disney Vagash. um it's where they the pig killing where they oh, drop nice. a no. pig off and you slaughter it and process it and everything it's a whole day spiel wow. it starts at like 5 a.m and they brought me to a village in in Romania, actually, to do this with all of their friends. And it's a party. 
And literally everybody there brought homemade palenka in like liter <laughs> bottles, like not just wow. but like liter bottles. Are they like, fl- is it like flavored when they bring it to? They use different fruits oh, yeah. and stuff like yep. that. Yep. They, oh, okay. they, it's all various. Uh, like I said, they do a lot of plum, a lot of pear, um, the cherry, just a variety. Mm-hmm. And I apparently, because I was not super helpful in this, this process that they had all been doing since they were children, I just sat and took shots and <laughs> definitely blacked out by about 7 or 8 a.m. Wow. Like there are pictures of me from the rest of the day that they were like, like I'm like, I don't know, piggybacking on people and and like <laughs> no pun. Just you like you don't remember it. Yeah, it, no, oh, yeah, no, don't remember time. anything. I'm like asleep in the grass in the yard. <laughs> nothing, just remembering nothing. But so <laughs> that's that's, that's what Polanka will do to you. <laughs> just an average uh, weekend in Romania. Yeah, they they didn't really think too much of it, but yeah, I was like, wow, I don't remember any of these pictures. But I did when I finally came around. They had finished like all the processing and we were eating, so that was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I don't like the pig slaughter part, but I, but I think that that would be fun to experience a Romanian um, blackout yeah. party. Yeah, that reminds me of Bethany on the 4th of July whenever no. she is. <laughs> what, the pig? You guys kill a pig on the nose? No. No, the drunk part. Never, never. <laughs> I stopped eating, did I tell you that? I stopped eating pig, anything made from pig, Why? like no, a couple that, years ago. That's extremely oh, that's right. admirable. Unfortunately, I love bacon too <laughs> oh, much. Oh, my God, bacon and... <laughs> ribs uh, yeah oh, that's yeah. my favorite thing and that i can eat i never yeah. liked either of those foods really really that's crazy. i'm sorry we can't be friends anymore yeah i, I know it's I been go. 20 some years but that i don't understand caleb I won't eat bacon either she thinks it's gross i don't I, how can like turkey bacon is fine if it's turkey like bacon on a sandwich is like a piece like of like cardboard like yeah no. <laughs> it's so gross but I would never be like, oh, I'm hungry for bacon. Oh, oh, my God. That's the other thing we eat a lot in Hungary. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for this to turn into a no, whole spiel about being. Um, they have what they call salona. And back in communism, uh, the meat was very valuable. So it's bacon, but without the meat part. So it's essentially a slab of fat. On that sounds skin. delicious, actually. And Do they fry it and stuff? or So if they fry it, they fry it, and it look, almost looks like in little popcorn balls, and it's called tepete. Oh, uh, okay. So it's it's fried. They just fried all the fat out of it, and whatever's left, they eat like popcorn, which mm-hmm. eh, I wasn't so done with that. The texture's odd. Mm. But the selena, they literally will serve. They serve it at bars. They serve, like, they, they bring out mm. slabs of it. It's, like, smoked um, mm. or boiled, I guess, which is a little less common now. But, um, yeah, they serve it at party. Like, they'll bring it out at parties. They just eat it. They'll cut chunks of it. And it's, yeah. Interesting. That that's delicious. took a while to <laughs> stomach. It's, the consistency is weird. It's like eating cheese, but it's Oh, fat. that's weird. It's, huh. it's odd. Mm. Yeah, that is oh. interesting. Um, baby update. Lana is passed out right now. Yeah, hugging Nugget. Nugget is her little chicken toy. It's like mm, a chicken wubby. It's like a beanie baby or something. That's a wubbin up for people that have kids and know what wubbin ups are. A wubbin up? Wubbin up. Yeah, they That's have like the DD attached to them. Ah. In theory, so you can't lose them, which is a farce because they lose everything anyway. <laughs> so a DD is a. Oh, uh, that's just sorry, a pacifier. Okay, yeah, that's ah, what I thought. Yeah, sure. I didn't know that either. I just terms was pretending I'm, to go like, along with it, uh, like mom baby terms. Like I'm not, you know what I mean. I haven't been around a baby or yeah. a mom in a while, so no. There, a, I need pa- there's a million words for it. Um, mm. We stole that from my sister earlier. Mm. Sarah said, "Hand me the schleppa." The schleppy, mm. <laughs> schleppy, oh, yeah. the burp cloth. We again, we stole that from someone too. The schleppy. <laughs> that's pretty fitting. 
word? The schleppy? Schleppy. Schlep it around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's have that catch on. We'll make that pop yeah. down. But we didn't know what schleppy, what language it might be from. We thought maybe Polish. But we don't know for I think sure. It, it's named after like a um, 1920s silent film actor. Schleppy Johnson or something? Are you, no, you're nah, just making that, that up. That, I, that would be believable. <laughs> that I would. sounds like it. <laughs> Schlepping around yeah. is probably, it's probably like German. Jewish. Oh, maybe German. Oh, yeah, it could be. Yeah. But, um, okay, so, Sarah, you and I grew up together, so let's talk about when we met. I want to hear your version, like, oh God, what I you remember. I don't even remember when we met. You've just always She's been there. She's had too much Polanka. <laughs> she doesn't remember that far back yeah. now. <laughs> no. Uh, Might have been, was it softball? No. So, I remember um, meeting you at Bradford Woods Elementary. Uh, see, Beth, I blocked there. a lot of grade school out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm surprised I can remember that stuff, but uh, I remember we went to, I think we started going to school in fourth or fifth grade yeah, at Bradford right. Los Elementary, yeah. and my clearest memory of, like, our interaction or, like, something we did together was we both starred in the fifth grade production of James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, because you could sing. I was the grasshopper because I could not sing, and Beth could sing. So she was uh, not the ant. Um, I, I can't, the centipede. Yeah, the centipede. Yes, because that right? was the singing That's part. Centipede. Yeah, yeah, the singing centipede. Yeah. And um, um, hate centipedes, but that was a <laughs> that was a cool. Did you yeah. wear a centipede outfit? I did. Oh, she did. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> did you make it yourself, like legs and no, all that stuff? No, no. Somebody made it. Oh, but yeah. um, some nice lady from Bradford Woods, I'm sure, made it. But <laughs> it went, one of my lines, the only one really that I remember is like, "My boots, my boots. I've got to have my boots," or something. And they put like all these boots on my legs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A hundred pairs of boots. Yeah, it's high production value for uh, fourth yeah, grade. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we got to get this girl 100 pairs of boots right now. I do. I do. I vividly remember that play. I, and I remember being amazed that they wanted someone that was that could sing to audition. And Beth jumped up and was like, I can sing. And she just sang. And we were all See, like, you remember oh. something. I don't remember that part. Oh, really? Yeah. No. It was. I jumped up. It's just chunks. It was just chunks of memory that come back to me. But That's yeah, so no, funny. I probably remember that because I was amazed that you were so confident and sang so well and everything. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's like, I'll be the grasshopper. At some point, that confidence dissipated. <laughs> but um, so you were the grasshopper. Do you remember any of your lines? Oh, God, no. Are you kidding? Okay. But it was a fun play. Um, there was a little bit of... Uh, so, like, at the beginning of that production, like, the par- their parents, like, die. They get, like, killed by a rhinoceros. Do you remember that? I think it's Wait, what? Right, a rhino. Yes, I do. Yeah. And James and a giant yeah, piece? Right. It's something dark. real random. Really? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that the one where he wished for all the money or something? Or is that a different thing? Yeah, because he has to go live with his like mean old aunts or something because mm. his parents got killed by a rhino. That's crazy. Yeah. Is that like a normal, like, that's like a normal thing for well, old stories? it's probably like, canceled now for yeah, kids. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> now, like, parents don't die in stories, but back in the day, that was, like, the beginning <laughs> yeah. of every story. So, like, this is realistic. Uh, yeah. You, you don't think about it again until you've had a kid and are reading things to them, and you're like, mm, most of this is not yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> like, yeah. Very so true. that started off pretty dark, but it, it it's a very colorful story. Like I, I think it's a really cool story for kids to watch. Yeah, I enjoyed it. There was a movie it. too. 
Yeah, yeah. We did it before the movie. So whenever the the movie was made, I was Beth, like, Beth and I oh. were actually in the movie. No. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that was us. We That's were weird, so it was, good. It was animated, Woods, so that they were weird, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, um, so Sarah, what I remember about you from that time was you were a little bit quiet. You were nice. You were fun to talk to a little bit eccentric and you loved animals very early on, especially horses. Did you ride horses? Yeah, I did. I rode horses for a long time. Um, they're extremely expensive. And once I went to vet school, not worth the effort <laughs> to own. Okay. Did you own one? No. Oh, okay. No. Or you, you have to like board it and feed it and all that stuff. So oh, yeah. Like no. Horses insane. are horribly designed animals. If mm. you look at them wrong, they colic and then founder and then you got to shoot them. And Jesus. Yeah. Uh, wow. And if it is something that. treatable, it's like extremely expensive. It's not something you can just like have in your yard. I Like I said, I love horses, but I could never do equine mm-hmm. I, I will ride someone else's horses yeah exactly hmm. yeah isn't it if they if they break certain bones like they have to be put down and no, they break like anything hmm. yeah why so, is wow. that because they're in so much pain is or they can't lay down for any extent of time to be rehabbed uh, and uh they are hindgut fermenters so they can't be like slung up their intestinal tract is very sensitive to to uh, foods to pressure to pretty much anything what a poorly designed animal yeah they, they are they are they're horribly so designed. beautiful though what, is that they so, uh, that's so weird because like is that because they're not are they native to america or they came from like, spain i don't or believe like so that? i think they're right over from spain that's what i thought from spain. Huh. so like maybe that has something to do with that maybe it's just I don't know. Maybe they haven't evolved well over here or something. It's interesting, though, because when we went to Iceland, like the Icelandic horses are completely different from other know. horses. Yeah. yeah. They're real tiny. Yeah. They're like their own species, practically. Yeah. They're like sturdy. How tiny? Are they like this big? Like, no, they're just, uh, they're not, they're not tiny. Like they're dog they're size? not like ponies. Oh. Like we rode them. Oh, okay. But, um, but the, yeah, their their manes are different. They're just like sturdier, probably for the cold. They're like the yeah. Mongolian horses. Mongolian yeah. horses are able to run like hundreds of miles or something ridiculous. Wow. To, yeah, wow. I'm learning so much about horses today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's your educational you, podcast. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted to know about horses, you came to the right place. But um, so after that, after elementary school, Sarah, I think our only real common activity was softball. Which we both played for many years for a local yeah. league. I'll and clarify because Beth was cool and I was not, and I was in band, so we Aww. our paths didn't cross as much anymore. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I think band is cool. What yeah, instrument no, you did you didn't. play? You liar! Yeah, in high school, nobody uh, thinks, nobody thinks cool. band is cool. I was in band and I didn't think it was cool. <laughs> what instruments did you play? Uh, saxophone at first, and then trumpet. Okay, saxophone cool. do you play alto, alto sax or do you play the alto oh, cool. uh, yeah i inherited <clears throat> it <laughs> uh. nice i don't remember that how uh how long did you play i couldn't tell what grade uh, uh 10th grade maybe and then nice. I, or 9th or 10th grade and then yeah and then i switched to trumpet okay did you were you in the marching band yep what i do not remember this mm. It's not something you advertise. <laughs> I know, but I should know this. So you wore like the the woolen outfit oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. 
and uh, sweated your ass off. Mm-hmm. Bethany's like fighting wow. the urge to make fun of you right now. No, so. I'm not. See, I just, I'm telling you, nobody thinks I'm being not. Cool. I think it's. I think it's cool. Oh, I, I mean, if I could go back now, I would definitely be in band. But it, yeah. yeah, but in high school, it's like I probably wouldn't be I, in band just because I like the idea of being one of those outfits in the sun. Like, makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. it's a little too coordinated for me too. But <laughs> no, and it sucks up all your time. Yeah, all your time, weekends, holidays, summer. But everyone seemed like they had a really good time. Like all the friends that everyone made. Is it true what they say about band camp? Like, <laughs> I like to say I blocked a lot of grade school out. Band camp is a oh, thing, grade though. School. It oh, okay. definitely happens. Yeah, that's a, but yeah. <laughs> but um, but anyway, so we played softball, and you played first base, right? Is that? Second base. Second base. Okay. I played second base too. How about that? Oh, nice. Wow. That's a good, a I didn't good know you spot. played base walkers. When I was like eight. Okay. I was an all star though. I was good. Nice. Beth always good. was too. I believe. Really? Oh. We should start a league. Just <laughs> us three. Let's get it together. Yeah. We got a team. Did Bellage <laughs> play? Uh, yeah, no. I'm pretty sure <laughs> baseball isn't. Or there's only baseball is only big in like the U.S. and Korea. <laughs> oh, that's true, interesting. Yeah. I feel like it's like a classic childhood sport, but I guess only because yeah. of my narrow-minded American. Yeah, yeah. Europeans are all about soccer. <clears throat> yeah, soccer plays everywhere. Soccer. Oh, everywhere right. besides like America and basically football. Is, yeah. Football. Yeah. Football. <laughs> I was watching Gordon Rams the other day. Not to interrupt, but and he's he was calling it soccer, which is really weird. Huh. Yeah, because he's not American. Yeah, was his well, was audience sh- American? Yeah, it was on like Hell's Kitchen or something like that, I think. Okay. But anyway, it's just Maybe weird. he knew everybody wouldn't. But I, I feel like he was probably like dying inside every time he called <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Sarah, your family was really nice. I remember that. And you grew up in this neighborhood that like half our classmates at school lived. And everybody forged these really close friendships and it was a really like just like the quintessential suburban plan if you can imagine and um it's also where i once hit one of our mutual friends in the head with a metal baseball bat i'm glad you brought that up because that literally just popped in my head when you said that by mistake it should be noted (laughs) to be fair it was his fault he was way too close no I don't think it was. He was 10 years old. It was his birthday. You were blindfolded. How old were you? (laughs) Beth was blindfolded. In my defense, I was blindfolded. What was going on here? So it was the the ever-American tradition of the pinata. Oh, okay. And they gave us real bats. Like like an aluminum. Aluminum bat. Using using like a legit bat. That's right. And as we mentioned, they did have some softball experience. (laughs) So you were just swinging away. You're like, well, yeah. And so people should have told me like, Beth, chill out. Like, just take a little swing. Like, but I was probably like, I want everyone to think I have a good swing. <laughs> Wait, and they started yeah. with Beth because they were like, we're going to start with the smallest person here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'll show them. Right. That's what you get for underestimating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but his parents were very nice and it was a really nice party. Like he invited like the whole class to his like mm. 10th or 11th. I think it was 11. Was it, 11? it was in fifth grade. So Did he die yeah, like after 10th. you hit him? Oh, yeah. No, we're still friends oh, with him. Okay. He's yeah. got a few screw loose, screws loose after that. No, probably he had a few screws loose before that. Just <laughs> kidding, Adam. 
His name's Adam. But uh, but no, so whenever that happened, so they were, you know how in, in pinatas, like sometimes it's just swinging and sometimes they raise it up so that you, when you oh, swing, yeah, 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 yeah. you miss, mm-hmm. you know? And so they were raising it up and I, so my, I think it was my first swing. I hit him directly like, um, if you like right where like a widow's peak would be like up, up in that area. And you hit him hard? I hit him hard. He had to be rushed to the hospital and get Jesus. 10 stitches. Yeah. And that was his birthday party? It was yep. his happy wow. birthday. Yep, at, his, at his house. <laughs> now, how old were you? You were 10? I was like 10, yeah. So you were like aware of what was happening. You weren't like a tiny little kid. Well, so. I was blindfolded at first. So everyone was like screaming. Yeah. And um, when I pulled it off, I saw him like stumbling <clears throat> backwards and everyone was freaking out. And... um. And I remember when they took him to the hospital, all of our classmates, you know, were still there waiting for their parents. That's the end of the party. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> waiting for their parents to pick them up. And oh they God. were like, oh, my God, I hope some of them were like crying. They were like, I hope Adam's OK. What if he has brain damage? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm the most terrible person. Yeah. In hindsight, so everybody was a little bit dramatic, overly dramatic. But right. Yeah, we were kids. Yeah. But. No, and he was pretty proud of the stitches, like the next day of school, or two days later of school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's probably got like a sweet scar now. Yeah, I'm sure he has a great scar in the middle of his <laughs> forehead, just a giant. <laughs> it was pretty yeah. high up, but. Yeah. But yeah, that was, he lived like six houses down from me. Nice. Mm. Yeah. So um, Sarah was present for that, that big traumatic event. But, um, but anyway, so you're one of three children, Sarah, and technically, I'm one of my mom's three. Okay. I have a stepsister and a half sister from my father's first marriage. Okay. So, okay. So we like to mix it up a little of everything. So you're, mm-hmm. you've got. What? What? There's some Bloomfield rockets outside. <laughs> I gotta take a moment. <clears throat> clap. Somebody yelling. What the hell are they yelling about? <laughs> You just never know. Yeah. You just never know here. Broad daylight, people screaming. Noon on a Sunday, people are just screaming at each other on the streets. <laughs> they, they were doing Polinka earlier. Yeah. Oh, were they? <laughs> yeah. Out of control. <laughs> Speaking and of that, can we do another, do a couple more shots or? You want to do another shot, Chris? Uh, I don't know. It's starting I'm, to feel nice. I'm down for that. You know, Sarah's right. down. Yeah, like you said, last day of maternity leave, not celebrating so much as drowning my sorrows. <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to pause. I'll go I'll get do, some yeah. more. Okay. Okay, we're back. We just had to refill our palenka. Palenka? Palanka. Uh, palenka. 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 Okay. The Hungarian's accent, the first, the beginning of every word for some reason. Oh, I didn't know that. Palenka. 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 All right. Hmm. We learned something new. So, um, okay, so we were saying about your upbringing and... Your dad is from Hungary, yes? Correct. And so he, he grew up there, and then when did he come to the U.S.? He came over in 66. What Was it 66? He was 22, I believe. Okay. Did he so, come for studying? Uh, yes and no. This is kind of a complicated story. Well, for, he, those, for those of us who, first of all, sorry. Who don't know any geography? Where is Hungary? Hung- Hungary <laughs> is idiot abroad over here. Yeah. yeah, kind of mid. It's landlocked. Okay. It's kind of uh, mid to Eastern Europe. Um, okay, 
it borders like Austria, uh, Croatia. Um, oh gosh, now it's been a while since I've looked at a map. Um, this is Romania. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like I said, mid. Okay. No. See that whole area for me is just like just a unknown. Blob. Like yeah. I just, you know what I mean. I just see it. I'm like, I don't. I'll never be able to comprehend. No. Yeah. Any so of it. I, I think honestly, like knowing Sarah has made me conscious of mm-hmm. Hungary. Yeah, it's it's a pretty nondescript country, but also like so many people rave about Budapest. Is that how you say? Yes. It is a fantastic city. It really is. And since they joined the EU, and I think it was 2004, um, the EU put a lot of money in and they updated a lot of things and it's much more tourist friendly. And it's, yeah, I do Mm. highly, highly recommend a visit. Very walkable, very, very friendly, Mm. a lot of very fun, very pretty city. My uncle says that's his favorite place of all Mm. the places that he's been to. That's his favorite city that he's, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. What's the food like over there? What kind of food is typical Eastern European? It's all meat, overcooked meat, overcooked vegetables, and potatoes. Oh, yum, <laughs> yummy! Which is delicious because <laughs> what I mean, what's not to like about meat and potatoes? Oh, that's but, yeah. yeah. Nothing super crazy. They eat oh, okay. a lot of stuff. Uh, back to the pig killing, they use everything. So, oh, really? Yeah, okay. they'll, you'll eat stomach. They do a lot of like stomach soup, and mm. they'll do like test testicle stew and stuff oh. like that. But Hmm. Yeah, unless you're just leaving histo class, which we made the mistake of doing, you generally won't even know that that's what it is in there. Mm. What's histo class? Histopathology, where you're like <laughs> looking at cross sections of like organs and, and microscopic things. And my friends and I went and we used to eat lunch at this little hole in the wall across from our university that for like three dollars they would just serve you whatever lunch they had made in bulk that day mm-hmm. and we literally sat down and was like this looks familiar we think this looks like stomach and the woman was like yes <laughs> yes stomach and we we're like oh boy like, oh shit thank you so it's better to not know basically if you're gonna pretty much or at least try <laughs> it try it before they tell you because yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 the more you know <laughs> but um so your your father came over um, and how did he meet your mother? I'm not entirely sure. They work together. She's a nurse and he was doing his residency. Okay. I believe. And, uh, that's how they met. And then they, he convinced her to move back to Mexico with him, which is where he went to medical school. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know that. It's a fairly convoluted story. So, yeah, I followed in his footsteps going overseas to go to medical school. That's so interesting. Do you know what city he lived in? He was in Guadalajara. Nice. And then when he made my mom go back, they lived in a hotel and worked out of a hotel in Puerto Vallarta. Very cool. Which is supposed to be beautiful, right? It is. It is beautiful. Nice. I may have gone there, but I don't remember. I, I, I could have. Sometimes when you go on a cruise, like, you stop at... Different yeah. places. Puerto Vallarta is West Coast. All blend together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, that's West Coast. Okay. I only know about those places from the show Narcos. Did you guys ever watch Narcos? Uh, I did. I didn't last very long with that one because. Oh really? Yeah. Some. I mean, sometimes you have to be in the right mood for a little mm. bit of sexual violence. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it is. <laughs> but they they talk about a lot. Of, like I didn't know that they talk about a lot of Mexico and all the different. Chihuahua and stuff like that, and uh, Sinaloa and all that. Pretty crazy uh, how they're different and stuff. 
we do love Mexico and Mexican oh, yeah. culture and Definitely. everything. We don't want to just oh no, it's gloss fantastic. over yeah. the good part. No, we go back frequently, especially since my dad has friends and stuff there still. But mm. nice was, well, and then they moved to. Was your mom from Pittsburgh? Is that why they moved back? My mom is yes. Yeah, she grew up in Pittsburgh. She's technically from New Jersey. Okay, but mm. when she was young, she they moved here. Okay, so, so then. Your dad and your mom moved to Pittsburgh to work in healthcare. I believe so. Yes, my dad got a job. He's a as a forensic psychiatrist at Mayview State Hospital. Wow, that is I didn't know that. I, that was my next question. Was like, what was his area of focus? And yep. that's crazy. So, what does a forensic psychologist do? Uh, forensic psychiatry focuses on the criminally insane. Oh wow! Yeah, so a lot of his his patients have like killed people and oh, stuff like that, you know, sexual assault and violent crimes. Your dad is, he, is Mindhunter. Have you seen that show? I have not, but well, now I, I have agents, to look into it. Wow. Similar, I guess. But yeah, yeah, that's... It's dealing with that, the same type of people. Has your dad ever wow. dealt with anyone, like, in a like a famous yeah. um, serial killer or anything like that? Or Honestly, he wasn't allowed to say a lot. Oh, I wow. know he dealt with a bomb hammer was a pretty big case on the news back in the day. I think that was the 90s. What's it called? Bombhammer? Uh, bom- Bombhammer. I can't remember his first name, but... Oh, that's the last name. It sounds yeah. like it could be like the name of like a, the Scranton Strangler, the Bombhammer. Yeah. Bombhammer. <laughs> well, I think at the time it might have been. We were all just too young to be paying attention, but something about collecting uh, roadkill and carry-on something. Oh. His neighbors had called because of the stench from his apartment. I don't know. Wow. You, you can Google That it. sounds vaguely familiar, but <laughs> so yeah. So not humans? I don't think so. I don't think he dealt with humans. Carry um, on? Is that what they call it? Just, yeah, like dead, Carry dead wow. roadkill and stuff. Oh. Interesting. That's bizarre. What drives somebody to do that? I guess your dad would know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or have an idea. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's it's something I try not to think about. <laughs> but what a fascinating... Yeah, career really... he must. Is he still working? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. He works in um, juvenile deviance right now, though. So uh, not okay. not necessarily violent, just not totally stable. Mm. Did you inspire him to get into that part? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was he was like, I can't deal with my children. I'm going to deal with other people's children. <laughs> so um, when you were growing up. Having a father who's a psychiatrist, do you think that that made you, like, more comfortable talking about your feelings and, like, being having an awareness or expressing? Oh, no, definitely not. Things? No? Definitely not. But um, one of our favorite stories is my younger brother, who's six years younger than me, They the school called my mother for for a teacher conference because they were concerned they were going over action verbs and his was commit suicide. <laughs> Yeah, in like what? second grade, my mom was like, "No, no, no." His his father's a psychiatrist. They were like, "We're still a little concerned." <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard that? Yeah, probably. Oh yeah, our uh, our dinner talk was generally probably odd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have. I would like to be a fly on the wall for one of those. <laughs> well, and you you you've met my father. He's eccentric to begin with. So, mm-hmm. but um, what was I going to say? So the Polanka? See, I've forgotten now. I've had too much. The Polanka is affecting me. I'm. I now feel warm. I'm very warm. Very (laughs) warm. 
But it's pleasant. I'm Hungary has the question. same climate as here, so yeah. In oh, the winter, wow. you gotta you gotta drink a lot of polenta. Oh. <laughs> but so okay, so but do you think that maybe you were ahead of your peers and like others in society who, where there was like a mental, or I'm sorry, I see I, my my words <laughs> so funny. Where there was a stigma about mental health, like do you think you were more open to discussing those types of things or like accepting people if they had mental health um struggles or things like that oh what an existential question um <laughs> maybe i'm not entirely sure because i think my mother was a nurse my dad uh-huh. was a psychiatrist and I, my mom was a nurse too that's crazy. yeah so hmm. you probably fell under the same category it's one of those that if it's your kid it's not like famous story too is i fell and broke my arm and my mom kept being like it's okay you're fine and like a week later we went in they were like yep it's broken (laughs) so i and well the thing is like a lot of people think nurses are like oh i have a nurse so but nurses are aren't doctors they're they're nurses so they don't you know what i mean they're They're still extremely knowledgeable (laughs) oh yeah definitely but it's always one of those and it's probably with every single profession if it's your family it doesn't apply your knowledge doesn't apply the same with me and my dogs when I see dogs that are, you know, vomiting and having diarrhea every day. When my dogs are vomiting and having diarrhea, I'm like, you know, suck it up. Come on, stop making a mess in the house. <laughs> like, you're fine. So, that, like I said, I'm sure it I falls see, under yeah. the same. But yeah. we did get a mental health day every day, every year, which I, I'm sure most people in high school and before that don't, mm. where we could be absolutely perfectly healthy and fine. We just, you know, this is the one day a year I don't want to go to school. And my parents so would say, okay. Your parents wow. gave you that. We didn't have that yep. at school. That's yep. so cool. If you're cool. like, I'm just, I'm just too exhausted. I can't deal with things. I need a break. So you got to pick the day, or you just yep. had us. Oh no, nope. wow, we got really to pick cool. the day. That's very yeah. advanced. I mean, granted, it was only one day a year, so usually you'd save it until the end because you never know. Mm. <laughs> but see, I used to have to like open up a can of vegetable soup and pour it in the, the toilet and pretend like I was throwing up. <laughs> To, like, get a day off school. Well, I the, don't know if the, you're being envious. serious. No, I'm totally being yeah. serious. Well, the flip side was, as having medical professionals as parents, you had to genuinely, like, how do you fake, like, a high fever and stuff? My yeah, mom would yeah. always be like, I don't care that you're vomiting. You don't have a fever. You're fine for school. <laughs> your bone's poking out Yeah, too exactly. Bad. You, put your, uh, you put the heating pad on your head. That's what I used to always do. You're more clever than me. I just... My mom stopped buying it after a while. She's just like, mm. I don't care. Yeah. Get We're out. checking this rectally yeah. now. Take your pants off. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think my mom always tried to make me be one of those kids that had perfect attendance. So I would go to, if I, if I was sick, like I would have to still go to school in the morning and like. And then she'd pick you up or and something And then I'd like have that. to, yeah, uh, something like okay. that. Not, yeah, but uh, not Are saying those kids like, who got picked up like all the time? And it's like, yeah, what what's going on there? It's weird. <laughs> they come to school and then they just get picked up because they're sick like all the time. So we'll, we can ask know. Beth's parents about that. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe attendance. they figure if it's real, then I'll pick you up. But it yeah. could be fake because you're just tired or something yeah. like that. Mm. I don't know. Mm. But um, Again, I'm drunk, so I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, I mean. Is that stuff really parents, addictive or something? I'm sorry. I just, so you want I some like, more? I do, but I'm not. I can't have anymore. <laughs> But it's really it's, good. I don't know. Yeah, it is, it's I good. Keep thinking about it. Like I said they've perfected this, perfected this over yeah, hundreds of well, years. Apparently, so. apparently. But your, I mean, your parents were ahead of their time if they were letting you have a mental health day in the nineties. Like that's yeah. now people are just picking up on that. That's mm. like a good like employers yeah. are like oh you should you know. Well, employer, I feel like that 
employers like to blow smoke up your ass because they'll say, sure, take as many vacation and mental health days as you need. We need our employees healthy and happy. And then when you actually do it, they're like, mm, we <laughs> really need you to get this shit done. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did your father psychoanalyze you and your siblings? Yes. He will claim <laughs> till the day he dies, he did not. But you can ask any of my siblings. Yes, he definitely shrinked us all the time. <laughs> and I remember being so mad because I would come home and be like, so-and-so was mean to me or whatever. And he'd be like, all right, well, let's look at what you did to provoke this. I'm like, I'm nine. <laughs> Just take my side and go beat this kid up. Yeah, like, exactly. come on. That's great. <laughs> but that's like a good way to... To say it. Yeah. If I, yeah, my parents always would take the other person's side. Oh, so it's not yeah. just mine. No. Okay. <laughs> they all. Makes me feel a little bit better. There yeah, are parents, they're... I think it's like two different types of parents because some parents will only take their kid's side and then yeah. some parents are like, what did you do? Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But, but I was perfect, so they should have always taken my side. <laughs> so did he like, would he ever like informally diagnose any of you? Oh, no. Well, <laughs> He's like, you have schizophrenia. Yeah. You, you I do have to say, and my parents got you divorced. You have PMS. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my parents got divorced when I was 14. My sister was 12 and my brother was uh, eight. And we all, my entire family were like on antidepressants for like as long as I can remember, like wow. all of us. So, but for a while as kids or whatever, they'd be like, no, you guys are fine. Just, you know, you have to talk to a therapist and you'll get through it. And then eventually they're like, okay, so maybe it is real. You do need drugs. <laughs> Wow. But it worked out. We're all successful and fine now. So. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's cool. That's that's I mean it's it's interesting though that because you have to remember that not even in the states where I think we're more open about discussing mental health now, anyways, uh not everyone is comfortable like with certain diagnoses or like just getting a diagnosis or going to talk to somebody or like admitting that medication can help something. Oh, definitely. You know I mean, mm. Oh, definitely. And even doing help, like when I, I don't know, when, whenever you become an adult, when my husband and I were looking into like life insurance and stuff for the girls, like if you have a history of depression that affects applying for life insurance, for example, mm. because suddenly you're high risk for whatever reason, mm -hmm. even if you've never been suicidal or, you know, crazy, yeah. that, that severe. It's mm -hmm. just a metric that they yeah. use to like mm -hmm. deny so, people shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That takes, and in my profession as well, when you're, uh, I guess not as well, just in general, uh, my profession, everybody has some sort of mental stress. Like a lot of us are on drugs, but you, you can't really express that that's the problem because who wants to see a doctor who's depressed? Like who yeah, wants? Yeah, that's true. Or, mm. or even more severe, even if you're you know bipolar or schizophrenic but well controlled, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who wants to see a doctor? Even if your track record is perfect, it's you you have yeah, that, that in the back sense. of your mind. Because mm. if you're looking to get helped, then. It's like going to a fat personal trainer or something. Yeah, exactly. You know? Even if they're the best. <laughs> yeah, do as they say, not as they do. But exactly, you can't get yeah. past that. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so so you changed majors a couple times and then eventually settled on veterinary medicine. You have to, for schools in Europe, they have entrance exams. Okay. And because the U.S. is a single country, um, the the consulate is in L.A., so I had to fly to L.A. to take this entrance exam. I got in and I was like, oh, what the hell? I'll go to vet school in Hungary. 
And that was literally all I, that's as much thought as went into it. So, I mean, you probably always, wait, did you travel to Hungary when you were growing up? Yeah. And we have family over there and everything. So yeah, my, my family over there, my cousins, my aunts and uncles, they knew and they were, they were like, you know, we'll support you. We'll help you. And uh, I ended up getting an apartment with another chick who was Hungarian American um, that I met in LA for the entrance exam, who was going to Semmelweis. And she was like, my dad has an apartment over there. And I was like, I'm looking for a roommate. She was like, me too. Great. So I moved in with her. Um, and that's, I guess the rest is history. So that's the school you went to for? I went to Sentishvan. Sentishvan. Yes. It's, which is St. Stephen's. Okay. It's the veterinary mm-hmm. faculty. Um, okay. She went to Semmelweis, which was the human equivalent, the, the human medical school. Okay. I always wondered if vets went to regular medical school. Did that in the in the U.S. Did they go to medical school? No, they, it's, it's also always, veterinary. Uh, okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was. I mean, that makes sense. But and then, how many years was your program? So the program is six years. Typically, Dang. in Europe, you don't need to go to an undergrad at all. So if you decide, you know, straight out of high school, one of my best friends from Norway um, came straight out of high school. She was like seventeen, or had just turned eighteen mm-hmm. at the time. Um, and graduated, you know, early twenties and you're already a specialist and you can go and you can, you know, especially in like the Schengen area now, which is the EU, um, you can practice freely in any country. Wow. That's cool. Um, but yeah. And actually one of the things they don't really tell you here either is you don't need a bachelor's to go to vet school in the U S either. You just need the prerequisite classes and courses and everything. But the competition is so high and the, there are not very mm. many vet schools that it's, yeah, definitely. So did you, did they, like any of that stuff transfer over or did you just? Yeah, I exempted a bunch of things. Oh, Unfortunately, okay. a bunch of things from each year, not a whole year. So oh. I still had to do it all. I just yeah. had less classes every year. Okay. For the first two and a half anyway. Hmm. What was your pause for Paulenka? <laughs> what was your uh, experience like um assimilating into hungarian culture and um you know kind of your culture shocks or anything like that so again it's kind of hard because we had been going over yeah yeah like for my whole life so it wasn't but living there is yeah so the things different. that blew my mind were um people there are not friendly they're not very accommodating. Mm. Like, in general, as an older population. In fact, while I was there, there was a big movement to try and keep the young people, once they graduated school, in the country. Because everybody would get their cheap or free education and then leave for, like, London. Mm. And they're like, oh, yeah, you need <laughs> to. If you if we're going to give you money or an education, you now have to stay here for X amount of time. I think it was five years, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm. Um, but that happened while I was there. Things that really affected me like i said they they have the same climate as here so mm-hmm. it gets really cold in the winter and beastly hot in the summer mm-hmm. nobody has air conditionings oh that's which rough is understandable they also do not have fans of any kind <laughs> why i'm like that i don't know or? i don't know we have i mean we have electricity i don't know i was like it would have been so simple to just throw a feeling ceiling fan in so why circulate the stale air? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I seriously and things like repair people would come and expect like I called my mom because my mind was so blown with this one. 
Uh, our ceilings are all, because the houses are all, you know, really, really old. They're all like 12-foot ceilings, which are great to look at, not practical at all. Mm. And it's not like drywall. It's all cement block with like wow. plaster on it. Yeah. Um, so when your light bulb goes out on the ceiling, everybody knows how to change a light bulb. It's not rocket science. But if you can't get up to 12 feet, yeah, you can't yeah. do it, right? So I called the maintenance people of uh, the, when we were renting our flat. And the guy literally showed up and was no. like, all right, well, where's your ladder? Mm. I was like, if we had a ladder, I wouldn't have <laughs> called you. Like, what the hell? Yeah. I just, just shit like that, that they, they'd show up to repair things and be like, all right, I'm going to need a drill. I'm like, what? why would we have a drill? I just don't get it. I, and, I mean, yeah, things like that. And, and the other thing, I don't, this is so stupid. I don't know why this stands out in my mind. And it's still like that to this day. If you go to the grocery store, all their carts, all four wheels pivot same with in korea yeah i'm like you can't control you have shit. to I don't really know. put your core into it yeah to get it to go straight literally. And, it, and it's like a workout because you're like wow i'm really like what? having a focus on this yeah <laughs> and there's there's no tour i'm like you have nothing to i just don't under it was the why would they do thing. that it is so strange you think they're just copying off of like you know other people's there's probably a reason and, like, and somebody can explain it but i never found yeah, out me neither it drove me huh. absolutely nuts yeah, it's, absolutely not. It's, it's like, very funny. You know, four-way mo mobility. Or yeah, something. like who needs that though? When are you ever in a shopping cart and you need to go like diagonally backwards? Like that just doesn't happen. It's so crazy. Wow. Right. <laughs> Bizarre. But uh, so you made a lot of Hungarian friends. Yes, my genuinely Hungarian friends are mostly through Balazs. Okay. And Emisha, who was that first roommate that I told you guys about that mm. I met in LA. Nice. Um, the rest, my school, since I was in the English program, most of them were, I was the only, there's one other American, but the rest were also foreigners from like France, Israel, Norway, a lot of Irish, nice. that, that kind of thing. So. And but, you know a little bit of Hungarian? I do. I do. I had to learn it though. My father did not teach us Hungarian. Okay. I know Palenka. <laughs> no, you said it Palenka. 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 I know Palenka. Egeshegeda. <laughs> Egeshegeda. What does that mean again? Cheers? Cheers. Oh. That's so, it's like a sing-songy. Yeah. Sounds Egeshegeda. like a children's lyric or it something. Sounds like something from like, uh, yeah, like Abracadabra. a children's show. Yeah. Egeshegeda. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say hello? Uh, informally, siastok. Sia. Siastok. Siesto? Sia is like hi. Siastok is like hi every four. Like multiple people. See ya. See ya. Is hi to one person? Yeah. It's actually also goodbye. Huh. Interesting. So. See ya. Is America then, the only one that don't have like the hello and goodbye is the same word? Like what the heck? Aloha <laughs> is technically. Yeah. That's technically. Technically, yeah. American, yeah, right? America. Polynesia. But, okay. So, so C.S. Stoke. Yeah, it's like if you're leaving a room full of people. Okay, siesta. Or hello to or a bunch si of people. Okay, all right. Hmm. They also what? have, a, it's a common in a lot of languages, except English, apparently. They also have, like, the formal. There's a formal language and a informal language. Oh, okay. So Cool. Hmm. How do you say, like, uh, I don't know, teach us something cool. Like, what's up or something that you would, like, a... Um, How do you swear in the, yeah. I'm going to swearing. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, uh, Mia Foss is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Mia Foss. Mia Foss. Which, which, fun fact though, Foss is dick. So I don't, they say what oh. the dick, but they use it in the form of what the fuck. <laughs> I love what the dick, dude. That's great. I've never thought of that one. That's my, um, my one coworker is Chilean and she, her swear word of choice, I think it means like mothers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> yeah, like. Mama's hoo ha. So wonder, she's basically saying that, but she's the, she says the equivalent of like mf her. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, I wonder if that's as offensive. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> as offensive a word as yeah. it is for us. Yeah, it's, it has sorry, to translate better. It sounds pretty offensive. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, kid, you're making me sweat. <laughs> I like to say there's not enough baby noises, so I might have to put some in just so you guys know. <laughs> you need a digitally, poker. Digitally. She's, yeah, just, yeah, she's such a good baby. And, uh, No, it's the middle of the day, so she's going to sleep like a champ. We are supported by Bradley B Photography. Are you looking for a gift for that hard-to-shop family member, coworker, or friend? I am, actually. Do you never quite know what to get mom or dad for the birthday, your Aunt Becky, when she watches your dogs? I don't have an Aunt Becky, (laughs) so I can't relate to that one, but go ahead. Or could your house use some sprucing up in terms of color or art to give it that pop? Mm, maybe. Well, look no further, Chris. What do you got for me here, Bethany? Bradley B. Photography, a local business, offers tons of unique images of Pittsburgh that are sure to make that living room, office, or man cave stand out. Or in my case, my she shed. Is this a she shed? Is that what you call it? A womb room, a she shed. (laughs) (laughs) Brad captures most of his images of Pittsburgh using a drone. So he's getting certain angles of iconic Pittsburgh locations that you just can't capture from the ground. Have a dad that worked downtown that might enjoy an image of his old building. Or mom. Women, or women, women work downtown, Bethany. So you know. <laughs> Bradley B. Photography has it all. Prints arrive right to your door, and you can even choose to have it arrive framed. You can check out his website. You just go to Etsy and type in Bradley B. Photography. And he also has another website. It's called BradleyBFeetPics.com. <laughs> but that's not, that's not associated with his business. And if Pittsburgh isn't your thing and if feet aren't your thing, Brad also has tons of images on his website from other cities like Boston, Nashville, Charleston, Los Angeles, and New Orleans. That's in Louisiana. Use promo code YINZWORLD15 to get 15% off your order. That's Y-I-N-Z-W-O-R-L-D-1-5. Bradley B. Photography. Check him out today. Bethany. Chris. Do you like wings? I love wings. Well, then you're in luck because we're supported by Big Shot Bob's Bloomfield House of Wings, home of the soldier and best wings in Pittsburgh. Big Shot Bob's is located at 4766 Liberty Avenue in Bloomfield, Pittsburgh's Little Italy. Now, Bethany, do you like bone-in or boneless wings? I like them both. It doesn't matter. (laughs) They offer boneless and bone-in in in over 150 flavors. Enjoy classic flavors like barbecue, Cajun, garlic, or ranch. Or try signature flavors like Jamaican jerk and raspberry honey mustard and jalapeno ranch, which sounds delicious. I should mention that many of the flavors he just described have fun Pittsburgh names on the menu like Mean Joe Green, Polish Hill Strangler, What's the story there? And Mr. Northside. And also the uh, Jake Gensel raspberry wing surprise. I just made that up, (laughs) but they can use that if they want. (laughs) 
Not only does Big Chef Bob's Bloomfield have the best wings in town, but they also have burgers and sandwiches, hoagies, salads, insides, and some of the friendliest service in the burg. Very true. And they offer pickup, delivery, or dine-in. BSB's Bloomfield is offering Yin's World listeners a discount on your order when you use the promo code Yin's World. That's Y-I-N-Z-W-O-R-L-D. Big Shop Bob's Bloomfield. Treat, Treat yourself. We are supported by Cookies Creamery, located at 2199 Babcock Boulevard in Ross, across from Monticello's. Now, I've heard the Cookies Creamery only has vanilla ice cream in a little cup. Is that is that true? Chris, that is false. They have over 40 flavors of ice cream. Wow. That's a lot of flavors. Do they also have sundaes, extra sundaes, milkshakes, sherbet, yogurt, two scoop sundaes, delectable homemade cookies baked fresh daily by good lovin' in parentheses or what are these? Quotes. Quotes. And delicious novelty chocolate items made by the chocolate lady. Not just a chocolate lady. The chocolate lady. Chris. They do. Wow. Go to cookiescreamery.com. If you use promo code YINZWORLD, that's Y-I-N-Z-W-O-R-L-D, you may get a discount. You may. So everybody head on down to Cookies Creamery in Ross and satisfy your sweet tooth. In the 90s, TLC had a smash hit called Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Anyone remember that? Not if you're younger than me. I do because I'm old as hell. <laughs> well, we ain't too proud to beg either. In case you're loving this podcast and feeling generous, you can send us some love via PayPal at yinsworldpodcast at gmail.com. Any amount is appreciated. And if we receive nothing from anyone, I mean, I'll be upset, but hey, what are you going to do? You know, it's your money. But if we receive anything from anyone, we usually spend about a week feeling so grateful that we're emotional about it that anyone would care enough to support our podcast. I cry myself to sleep many times thinking about that. <laughs> if you want to make Chris's heart grow three sizes, please donate to our podcast. So uh, how long into your program did you meet Balage? I met Balage before school started. So I actually moved in with him after six months. Okay. Yeah. He, my roommate that I moved to Hungary with that I met in LA. Emma, Emma Shaw. Shaw. Emma Shaw, yes. And, oh, her name's not Emma? Well, no, it's Emma Shaw, but everybody oh. apparently in the US calls her Emma because Emma Shaw's really. Hard I thought to her say. name was Emma and then her last name was Shaw. No, it's Emma <laughs> Shaw. Emma Shaw Tokush. Emma Shaw. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, very Hungarian name. Um, but she was dating a guy. From her hometown in in Chicxeta, Romania, who was going to school in Balazs' hometown, Aradia, Romania. So when she went back to visit him, I went with her. Mm-hmm. And we met all his friends, which included Balazs. And then when we came back to Budapest, turns out Balazs lived, like, in the block next to me. Oh, wow. And in Europe, doorknobs do not turn. Like, you need the key to open it so i locked myself out a lot and (laughs) balage lived close enough that i could walk over in like slippers so i we hung out a good bit and then emisha turned out to be uh not a great fit for me roommate wise (laughs) and balage called me it was literally like 
four or five months after knowing him and was like, hey, my roommates are moving out. I can't afford to stay here. Do you want to live together? And I was like, sure, why not? I mean, worst case, so we just, I move in somewhere else. And, and you guys were already kind of romantically involved at that point? Yeah, to, yeah, to an extent. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I moved in with him and, yeah, the rest nice. is history. Nice. Ten years later, we got married. Wow. <laughs> Actually, I'm not kidding. It really was ten years later. <laughs> nice. And then at what point did did you guys decide that you were going to move back to the States? Was that always, like, an expectation of... Um, so I told him I had student loans and in, in responsibility and stuff from my undergrad. And in Hungary, vets don't get paid super well, and it was never going to get paid off. And I wanted to move back. And... Um, he, and I also told him that the reason I didn't take his last name was because I was like, whatever goes on my diploma is what I'm keeping. Mm-hmm. And we had been together for nine years at that point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was just a little slow on the draw. And when I moved back, he agreed to come. We should mention, did we mention that he looks exactly like Pitbull? Did we mentioned we did that? not. No. We sh- it's <laughs> if you worth ran into mentioning. him like we did, he was in, they were both in our... A music video for one of our songs. It's called Arcadia if you want to look it up yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Good song. It's great. If you want to, there's a clear yeah. shot of Balage. Yeah, we made sure we put some clear shots of him. Because he. I literally ran into him. I was like, how do we get Pitbull in our, our music video? I yeah, how did somebody find him? Yeah, does somebody know Pitbull around here? <laughs> People laugh about it until they meet him. And they're like, oh, you're not kidding. He I'm looks like, exactly no. like him. I yeah, mean, like crazy. with sunglasses especially. Yeah, the sunglasses definitely. Yeah. But like he was wearing like a white t-shirt and he had the sunglasses and he sh- shaped yeah. head. It's just like. When he used to and wear I would a suit say to like work. his machismo. Oh, yeah. I bet, I bet. Yeah, oh, he has the vibe like, of Pitbull know? too. It's not just, you know. Yeah. It's the whole accent thing. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, but yeah. If you ever run into a guy that looks like Pitbull, it might be him. Yeah, for real. He's a doppelganger. He could, like, make money. He could go to Vegas and be, like, an impersonator. Let's not encourage that. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, he's he's such an interesting personality. He has a big personality. Yes, interesting is a good word. I mean, <laughs> when I first met him, like, I honestly, I think they're – you have to get to know him because at first he's like, he's just a, um, how do I say? Like a very, he's just a very alpha guy. Right. And he's, uh, he's very confident. Yeah. He does not lack confidence. <laughs> but like the more that I've known him, the more that I appreciate his sense of humor and like the nuances of his personality. <laughs> but, what yep. was that like for him coming? Did he visit the U.S. before he moved here? The first time he had actually ever been on an airplane was when I forced him to come for a summer a visit in the summer. I think it was probably my first year over there. So like 2007 wow. mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. First time he had been in America, first time he had been on a plane. He had no driver's license, so he couldn't help us. We literally just shuttled his butt around. to. And every European you talk to, they want to visit like – New York, Miami, and L.A. I was like, yeah, well, that's not going to happen. So yeah. he flew into New York. <laughs> I went to UGA. So we drove, and my sister was still there. So we drove down to Georgia and about halfway to Miami, he was like, nope, I'm good. This has been a lot of time in the car. And um, But I think a lot of it surprised him. I think in both, I guess this is absolute speculation. Um, I think the... What they project as Americans over in Europe is we're like all 
terrible fat people. Mm. And <laughs> that's mostly true. <laughs> yeah. But um, he was very surprised with how friendly everybody was and the food. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's why most of us are fat because we have awesome yeah, food yeah. of like Especially every time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, that I think there was a couple of things to surprise him. But again, if you ask him, he's like, oh, no, I, I expected all of this. It was exactly yeah. like I thought it'd be. And, oh, and there's cute baby that. noise. That See was her? a cute baby noise. She's stretching. You, Hi. Dog, you brought dog hair. I'm sorry. <laughs> tried to roll you off before you got here. She got quite a pose going. She got one elbow up. She's just like, yeah. <laughs> Aw. So cute. She's pretty cute. She's tiny too. She's like a, a little babe. I love baby toes. They're so little. They're just like little, mm-hmm. tiny little French fries. I finally <laughs> got around to cutting her nails yesterday because she kept scratching her own face. Aww. And the first time I tried to cut her nails, I cut a finger. Oh. And I actually oh. even have another kid and I had never done that before. And did I you felt, use clippers or did you yeah. use? Well, uh, they have the baby clippers that are supposed to like prevent you from doing that. But clearly uh, I'm special. And, <laughs> um, yeah, cut two and of her And you're a fingers. veterinarian. Yeah, I know, that. right? I didn't even have to restrain her or muzzle or anything. I still couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, so then I let it go until like two days ago. And I was like, all right, it's getting a little out of hand. I either need to paint them or cut them. And, oh. you know. So we got all prettied up for today. We got a bath <laughs> and everything. Aww. So Balaj's family is still in Hungary? or They in are largely still in Romania, okay. actually. In oh, Transylvania, wow. to be specific. Okay. Um, they are all Hungarian as well. Um, and, yeah, I'd say half of them don't speak English. Mm. And you guys just went for a visit, right? We went last August. Oh, that was, that was a year ago now. And it was... <laughs> My concept of time Yeah, almost a, almost a year. Jeez, I can't believe it's almost August. Um, But yeah, it was traveling with one and a half year old during a pandemic. I do not recommend mm. for anybody. So you were not pregnant yet? No. Okay. Nope. See my math there? <laughs> yeah, that was going to be another month or two before we found out that I was pregnant. So Nice. So being and a veterinarian, I didn't want. I don't want to. No, talk, go but, ahead. Um, something that I would think would be important is: Do you give out discounts to friends and family? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he wants to know. That's a very important uh, topic. Burning for me. questions. Because <laughs> oh. I have two dogs, and one of them has diabetes, and he's oh, very geez. old, and you know. But uh, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Obviously. It's not an uncommon loved. question, we have honestly. Pet insurance, so, yeah. Oh, no, you are smart. Yeah. Well, my girlfriend's smart. I was like, no way. And then she's like, trust me. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> and then he got sick. And I'm like, all right, let's get it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that is a good idea. Yeah. And you like uh, your favorite part of practicing, right? Is surgery? I do. I do love surgery. Mm. Um, I don't do, I'm not boarded, obviously. Um, I don't do anything too crazy, but um, it's very straightforward. You get immediate results. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, do, and I think I'm pretty good at it. So. Oh, cool. How often do you have to, or uh, talk to us about, um, okay, so when you came over here, you, you've had a couple You've worked at a couple different places, but now you work at a place um, which is like near where you live in Wexford. Mm-hmm. What's it called? It's Franklin Park Veterinary Hospital. Nice. 
So, you used to know, work at the Wexford one, though. I did. I did. And so I, that's like a big, that's like a, because my mom takes her cat there, I think. Yeah. And we no, live in Sharpsburg, so it's like, she goes all the way she, out there. Yeah, no, there. They, they are fantastic. I love all, I think they have a new doctor now who I don't know, but um, uh, the rest of the doctors, I cannot speak highly enough. They are fantastic uh, doctors. They practice excellent medicine. Um, it was just getting to be, it, it's a very busy practice. It's large. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and it was just very stressful for me. I can so, imagine, yeah. But yeah, my practice now is only two of us and I'm much able to be much more flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember where I was going with that. <laughs> so you're at a, a smaller practice now. You're one yes. of two vets, right? At yep. that practice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So if anyone's looking for a good vet, go to <laughs> Dr. Petrus <laughs> at Franklin, Franklin Park. Yeah, since so I've only been there about a year and a half, so we are one of few places that are taking new clients just because he has me now and did not previously. Mm-hmm. Nice. Do you have any crazy vet stories about things that happened? Any? Oh, gosh. So we were my sister and I were actually talking about trying to contact like Tina Fey and pitching a vet <laughs> comedy because there's just so much there's there's just so much content that we could we've had people request like when i was neutering their dogs they want the testicles back (laughs) yeah they want to like make make stew out of hungarian stew like crazy (laughs) yeah yeah. we have a number of people that they'll bring they brought dead animal in to assess and we're like it's already dead like there's nothing i can do for you now um stuff like that but that's really sad. And their defense, I don't, I don't actually know how to check the pulse on an, on an animal. I yeah, but if either. it's already stiff, it's pretty oh. safe to say it's uh, gone. Yikes! Yeah, that's so. Do you have a lot of like, not to bring it down, but do you have a lot of like, when you put the animal to sleep type of thing? Euthanasias. I actually do not mind euthanasias. Um, oh, we try and make it as she's dark. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I, I will I can't kill wait anything after lunch. No. <laughs> but um, yeah. Most of the time, it is definitely warranted. You're yeah, ending, sure. you're ending suffering. Yeah, you're making definitely. it peaceful. Um, or in my parents' case, you're just cheap. And you don't want to pay for any more stuff. So well, that I mean, honestly, <laughs> that will happen. In a lot of the cases, I will not judge because that yeah. is that is the better option to humanely yeah, I, euthanize I than just let take them home let them and let them suffer and, to yeah. death. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when they come in like a week later and they weigh four pounds, and I'm like, oh, I don't even have any like anywhere to inject. This is just bone, oh, so that's man. that's not desirable. It's mm. not good either. But um, I guess bakers can't be choosers when it comes to dogs because like there's so many dogs and cats. They you know they take what they can get. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds kind of mean. So, I guess, but. but it's it's always a predictable outcome. I know exactly what is going to happen during the appointment. Yeah. <laughs> I you know like it's very straightforward that kind of thing. So I don't mind euthanasias i don't that we have a lot of people that after i do it will be like that was much more peaceful than i imagined i'm like i don't know if you thought i was gonna like bludgeon your animal to death i don't yeah i don't know how you thought this was gonna go i think before you've had to put down a pet the thing that that people don't understand is like will the pet feel it will there be twitching like will there be any shock moments and things like that until you've done it and then you're like okay well this is this has been pretty well thought through. Yeah. It's not like executing a, a human like a, death yeah. row. Or We're not yeah. just going to stick it in the guillotine. And But, uh, yeah. What do you use, like sodium pentothal? Or is that what it is? Uh, pentobarbital. How do you oh. know that? Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What just, are you? I think I just made that up. I don't know. Well, should I be from. giving you this information? <laughs> What's yeah. in your Google? He's like, how much do you use? Quick, uh, what is the general dose? Can you put it in the yeah. food? Will yeah. it work? No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
Yes, fun fact. Yes, it will. Oh, okay, cool. Chris you is like, use... we'll work on humans yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. You do have to use a lot for that, but yes. It, um, How much exactly? No. So, but yeah, no, we, tr- I mean, that's our goal in, in life is to ease suffering, whether yeah. whether they survive at the end of it or not. So, we, Oh, some we, of them survive after you do it? Well, no, I mean like treatment. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like wow, just, that's, that's No, just, just, just <laughs> like, working in that. general. We treat them to make them feel better or we euthanize to make yeah, them feel yeah. better. Um, but yeah, no, ideally they do not survive that. Otherwise I'm not very good at my job. (laughs) Um, but yeah. Like Pet Cemetery, the movie Pet Cemetery. Yeah, seriously. Actually, I I had seen it before going to vet school. It did not deter me. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have to, uh, transfer your license? So yes, foreign graduates that go to a school that is not AVMA accredited, which actually my school is now working on. So yay. Mm. Um, have to go through what they call the ECFEG, which is the foreign equivalency exams. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, it is extremely expensive. It is a huge hassle. And um, it's only offered in Mississippi and Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so Vegas is not my favorite place. I have PTSD from going there. <laughs> and it is seven Imagine. sections of mm. an oral exam. And then you also have to take the Navali, which all vets have to take, even graduates from here. What is it? Uh, the the like final veterinary exam. It's called the NAVLE. Oh, okay. It sounded uh, like a Hungarian word. Yeah, the North American <laughs> Veterinary Licensing Exam is the acronym. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, and then we also had to do an ECFEG, which is the uh, equivalency of the basic sciences. Mm. So it's a just astronomical exam and. Sounds great. Sounds it's, fun. Yeah, it was like I said. I, I have PTSD, but <laughs> I did it, so I am licensed here, officially okay. practicing legally. Did you have to study um, animal cadavers? Do oh, yeah. they call them cadavers if they're oh. animals? Okay, so uh, we apparent in Hungary we got fresh, uh, fresh specimens. Regularly. Apparently here in the US, you have like one for a group a year. And That's I'm weird. not sure why that is. Like they preserve them and they tag them and all of that. In Hungary, we they weren't preserved. They were just fresh. We would do our dissection. Some, you wouldn't get a whole animal the whole time. You would sometimes just get like a limb or something along those lines. That seems like a pretty big difference. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Well, (laughs) what kind of like is it like dogs or horses? Dogs, cats. Uh, We would get we would get horses and livestock occasionally, Mm. Um, not as frequently. And you had to be at the large animal facility for that. Um, But uh, chickens, we'd also get Mm. poultry pretty easily. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, mostly dogs and cats. But in the U.S., you can't. But even like. Chickens and things like I that? Have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know how Probably they obtained PETA them or why they didn't. I wonder if there's a lot of stray animals or pets in... Uh, it's very possible. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure that's what but it I is. But I mean, if, you, if here they have shelters that are kill shelters as well, or even yeah. just like other euthanized animals that they don't want the cremation remains back, I'm not sure why they wouldn't... Hmm use those i don't mm-hmm. i don't know mm. maybe there's there could be a legal aspect i'm not sure about did you always have a stomach for that stuff yeah again having parents in the medical field things blood and gore have never mm. bothered me mm-hmm. did you ever see that movie raw 
It's like a French French movie, maybe. Possibly. About the girl who goes to the veterinary school. No. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yeah, to, we just watched it the other night. I'll have to look that up. Wow. It's really gross, but it's like really good. But yeah, they show a lot of like. There's just animals hanging. There's like a dead horse like oh, on no. a table, and they like you know. But it's really crazy yeah. movie. You should see. It's pretty good. I will definitely look that up yeah. raw. Yeah. yeah. It's very I, right, right in your wheelhouse there. Yeah. Okay. So The Raven, which is a movie with, um, it's about Edward uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Mm. And I can see the guy's face, but I cannot for the life of me think of the actor's name at the moment. Was filmed uh, partially in our um, pathology uh, ah. like auditorium, if you will, because our school... Actually, just had its two hundred and fiftieth anniversary. I think it was. I was saying like old school, like super old, yeah. and the setup was apparently good for the the like ambience of the film, which is like real dark <laughs> and creepy. So well, that's nice, yeah. John yeah. Cusack. Yeah. John Cusack, yes. Uh, okay, um, I remember that. Yeah. So yeah, that they they're that's filming funny. in one part where there's like the anatomy table in the middle, and then like the stadium seating around it. Yeah, that's legit. Our pathology building. That's great. Hmm. That's I wonder if they use that for a lot, or just is that the only movie? Because I was going to say that's I've seen I, several movies with that kind of. That's absolutely possible. Yeah, that's, they do like a lot of filming. <laughs> but yeah, Budapest in Europe is a lot like Pittsburgh in the U.S. for filming. It was oh, apparently really? like they ah. get special breaks and it's cheaper to do it there. Or that kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that wouldn't surprise me. And yeah, our our buildings were really creepy and old. That's cool. I got to find another word other than interesting. I've said it like a hundred times and I listened back in our first couple and I said the word super a lot. I said, um, that's your personality. That's what you say. Sarah, that's illuminating. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded very organic. (laughs) But, um, okay. So what else did I want to ask you about? Okay. So marrying a foreigner in the U S um, so how did that process go for you guys? Because so, I think a lot of people will be interested. Have you seen the show 90 Day Fiance? Oh my yes. God, yes. It's one of my favorite so shows too. it is. <laughs> That's another one of those shows where I like feel good about myself because it's always like some weird like old guy who's like, you know what Who I mean? He bought his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he bought some girl from to, the Philippines yeah. or something. And it's uh, like, so that is legit. That is legally how it happens. Blage uh, came, had to come on a fiance visa. We didn't know when it would enact and you literally have 90 days to get married which is why we eloped which we were going to do anyway but before he was coming i looked into that show because i was like oh shit if they're going to give us free stuff you know i can suck yeah, it up for the show yeah. they get nothing no, no i don't know way. why anybody, How's that even legal i don't know and i don't know why anybody does it because the show well, I think itself lot, is they're terrible. famous after that they, they get a lot probably... of like yeah they get tons of social media followers and get like a lot of opportunity i guess you know but i mean that would not have been enough for me to do the show <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah i legit looked into it they get nothing for doing it so i was like screw it how's that even legal but, you think they'd have to pay them yeah i like do they ca- cover like any hotel or flight costs not for to my knowledge or? No. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. You literally just sign over every they, they you go about whatever you were going to do and they just, oh, they just follow, follow you around, around with the basically. camera. Mm. Maybe that's to keep it real and to keep the so there's no incentive and in like faking it or something like that. You think Possibly. they'd want them to fake it though? Yeah. Like, I mean <laughs> yeah, no other reality show is actually real. Why would yeah, they let exactly. them do that thing? But um, exactly. but yeah, that is how it happens and that's pretty much he came over initially for my sister's wedding and stayed like a month or two, whatever the uh, the um, ESTA allowed. So what happened, like, I was always wondering, like, they say, oh, you can't overstay your visa and all this stuff. Or like, you know, 
what happens if you do like do they come do they as soon as your visa's up are they like on the ball and they like come and find you and stuff no it's not are you kidding nothing in government is that on the <laughs> so ball i was gonna say so um, like i wouldn't even be worried i'd be like i don't care but he wouldn't be able to uh do things like his license wouldn't be able to re- be renewed he couldn't oh, okay. like legally he wouldn't legally be here working or any of that kind of thing okay okay so yeah. what license uh driver's license yeah driver's okay. license so if he went to get a job, they'd be like, oh, sorry, this, yeah, it says you can't do yeah. it. could have been licensed oh, okay. to ill. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I'm sure you can, you know, fly under the radar for a good amount of time. But especially yeah. with, like, being married to me, uh, it made sense for him to just go the mm. legal way and get everything done. Um, having kids as well, I think you can't, uh, like, I want to say you can't legally claim them or anything and mm-hmm. stuff unless you have a uh, okay. permanent residence and a green card. Yeah. Wow. When we uh, met Balaj, we went white. It was the day that we went whitewater like, rafting together up in Ohio pile, which is like, if anyone's not from Pittsburgh listening, which is probably nobody. Um, <laughs> it's like uh, up in Somerset County. There's like, a really nice area to go whitewater rafting. And um, Balaj had never done that before, <laughs> like been on a raft or anything like that, right? And, and he's not a strong swimmer. He's competent. Well, you didn't tell me a... that before I booked it. He's just going to have a helmet and a life jacket on. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but he, you guys were on that waiting period of what's, uh, it was like a one or two year. It could have been. Longer, for, I think, right? I don't remember. Was There's it for like, him to work? Was he not working yes, at that point? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely a solid like, seven months that they're not allowed to work or be paid like in any capacity. Which, mm. of course, I you also before they move over, they have to prove that they can financially support themselves. So I'm like, who can do that? That's such an sense. oxymoron. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's so my dad, legit, since I was also, my license hadn't been transferred and I was like a tech, I was like, well, I can't support him either. So my dad had to legally sign off saying if something happens, I am financially uh, okay. responsible for this person while he's in the U.S. Wow. I've seen that on 90 Day Fiance. They do yeah. that sometimes. Oh. Yeah. And luckily mm-hmm. it all panned out and everything, but say Balazs came over and ended up being like a psycho. And, yeah, who you know, knows? Could then, happen, yeah. yeah, my dad would still have to be and you know, killed me or whatever before we got married, my dad would still have to legally be responsible for him. For how long? Wow. Like, I think it's five years. Oh, wow. Wow. That's yeah, I've seen that on 90 Day Fiance, and I'm always like, they're always like, well, I'm going to sign it. And I'm always like, no, don't sign it, because this person's a <laughs> psychopath or something. You know yeah, what I mean? No, like, it's, it's definitely, I mean, I even, I've known Balazs 16 years yeah, now, but it's, yeah. even signing that made me nervous. Yeah, still, that's I was like, like, do a I really know him? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Started second guessing stuff. So. <laughs> but that is a crazy, I mean, like, that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. But that was an interesting way, an illuminating way to meet somebody for the first time was, oh, now you're responsible for sharing a boat. I would say that was when I met Phil as well, wasn't it? That was the first time we met Phil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So baptism by fire. No, uh, Beth just threw out on Facebook, does anybody want to go whitewater rafting? And we're like, (laughs) we do. Yeah, that was awesome. We had fun. Yeah, no, it was a blast. It was a good time. I think that was a good way for Balazs to get introduced to some you know pittsburgh nature and yeah oh, yeah no, fun fact i always thought ohio Powell was in ohio <laughs> i mean why is it it's called, called ohio that, river it's called, yeah. i remember people be like oh you want to go to ohio Powell? i'm like i'm not going to fucking all the way to ohio 
<laughs> even though Ohio is like super close. Yeah, but yeah still, that, it's that's still not too even far that far for me. I actually feel like Ohio, Ohio might be farther yeah. than Ohio. Oh, is it? Well, I'm glad I never went then. Forget that. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was so I've heard from various people because I've been to various veterinarians with my cats <laughs> and things that veterinarians have a higher um propensity so i want to say higher statistically more Suicide likely rate? to yeah that yeah. And depression and really? beyond be yeah. medicated oh. like their whole career and things like that um so that's true and it's multifaceted honestly mm-hmm. it's for a variety of reasons stemming from i think a lot of veterinarians the people that go into veterinary yeah, medicine are too. Yeah. yeah are a lot of like introverts and you okay. like animals because you don't really like people. Okay. And unfortunately, all the animals we see are attached to people. Yeah. Um, and when you compare it to, like, human medicine, like, we have people that will berate us for being money grubbers and everything. Our When we graduate, our uh, loans, our student loans are equivalent to human medical personnel. The, like, mm-hmm. doctors have the same as us. Their starting salaries are, for, you know, much, much higher than us. Mm-hmm. Especially because in the society we live in, everybody has health insurance. So you're paying, you know, I'm trying to fix, think of how to wrap this up into a very sh- short <laughs> explanation. Good but um, like we have people that berate us for they'll come in um, and their dog has broken their leg, for example, or is limping. So we'll recommend an x-ray. $75 for an x-ray plus the exam fee or whatever. We look at it immediately, we assess it, we go out, we talk to them, we discuss treatment options, it takes X amount of time, then we get prescriptions together, send it home, and wrap leg. And the whole visit, say, comes to $150. And they'll be like, I can't believe an x-ray is $75, blah, blah, I'm like, mm-hmm. if you go to a human mm-hmm. medical facility, an x-ray is ten grand. It yeah. takes weeks oh, for them to get back to you. Yeah. It needs to be sent to a, radiolo- a radiologist, blah, blah, all of this. And but you don't see that charge because your insurance pays for it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So then we get bad reviews. They rip us a new one on you know social media, or they'll call and berate our staff. And then a lot of times to calm them down, we'll end up eating the cost and that kind of thing. And then we still have mm. high student loans that we're paying off, and it's just it's exhausting. And you can't help like when you have an animal, it's kind of an ongoing joke that. You know, a huge pit bull comes in 50 pounds. And they're like, he just stopped eating. Like, we're not Mm -hmm. stupid. This doesn't happen overnight. And Or like abuse cases that come in and the animal's clearly been physically abused or Mm -hmm. starved or something. And we do, we obviously get into the profession because we love animals and there's nothing you can do. Or it is something treatable and simple. And they're like, no, we're not going to do anything about it. Again, you feel for the animal. That's what you are there to protect mm-hmm. and serve. And you still, because they're property, you can't do anything. And you send home yeah. an animal that you know is going to die a very slow, painful death. Oh, my In the next like, couple of days. Yeah. It's like I haven't seen someone with kids and they're like, oh, I'm not going to get treat my kids or something. Yeah. You, know, you're not, you know, I mean, in that case, you could do stuff. But mm-hmm. with an animal, there's nothing yeah, you can really exactly. do. Wow. So I think that all really of that. Sad. That's even more. I mean, yeah, that's. It all compounds. Yeah, I can the imagine. The pet oh. can't can't speak exactly. to communicate no. anything about what's innocent. going on. They're completely yep. innocent, you know. Yeah, or like you see videos of adorable children. This drives me nuts. Even having a kid now, because we're like Nora's gonna, my other daughter's clearly gonna be bitten at some point. We're gonna be like, "That's on you, kid," because <laughs> we've told you, just stop poking the dog. 
but um like videos and stuff of of children like trying to ride dogs and stuff yeah and they yeah. eventually snap and bite the kid and then we have to euthanize and then it's this their perfect fault, yeah, yeah we're, mm. we're forced to euthanize this perfectly healthy extremely sweet dog because the owner is you know negligent didn't and you can't even rehome that situation because nobody wants a dog yeah, that's exactly. bitten a kid for any reason even mm-hmm. even if it was the kid's fault or mm-hmm. the parent's fault so stuff like that is heartbreaking and when it happens sometimes you can suppress you know the the sadness of it but it's something that happens every day i mean something crappy happens at least a couple times a week and it's some people it just eats at them to the point that well yeah i mean you could think of like someone who's a vet is probably more much more compassionate person they're probably way more emotionally compassionate you know more in tune you know what's the word uh when you feel other people's emotions empathetic empathetic yeah yeah, they're probably a lot more empathetic you're probably more empathetic at the same time you probably grow you probably get an ability to like suppress your feelings and compartmentalize that because you have to for survival and you probably become a little numb to it after a while there's oh compassion fatigue is definitely a real Mm. thing and you see that a lot with doctors doctors seem like they don't give a shit about anything yeah (laughs) for the 30 seconds you see them during exactly because you're usually dealing with a pa or a nurse isn't that funny that's yeah that's crazy but yeah we'll have people call like and insist on talking to a doctor that day and be like, I expect to call back and they'll call multiple times until we finally break and call them. I'm like, when have you ever called your doctor's office and be like, I want to talk to my doctor now. And they're like, okay, here he is. No, they're like, screw you. We'll get back to you when he can't like, you know, I got a physical the other day. This is funny. We're talking about this. I got a physical the other day and the doctor came in the room. He sat on a little stool. He did not get up from that stool. He made me walk over to him. And like bend over and like do everything in front. You know what I mean? Yeah. Usually a doctor come over to the thing. You're you're sitting on that thing with the paper on it. And yeah. he'll come over and like do stuff. He did not get up. He was just like, all right, come over here. He's like, all right, lean over. You know, put on your pants. You know. <laughs> I wonder if he sprained his ankle. What if he sprained his ankle? No, he's just lazy. He did not care. Yeah. He did not want to. Is he old? Not that old. He was probably in 60s, 50s, yeah. maybe. Maybe he was on his feet all morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, he runs his own, like, <laughs> thing, and I'm just like, I was I was there for physical. I was there for five minutes, mm, not even yeah. five minutes. He but like, how long right, did you wait well, before going in as well? That's oh, the like other a half thing. an hour. Yeah, yeah you know? that's a, I've never there was gone. nobody else there at all. When I was exactly. like, what am I waiting for? Yeah, I've never been to a doctor's appointment where I didn't have to wait at least 30 oh. to an hour. And that's the crazy thing about because when we go to the vet, like there's a hundred people there waiting and just dogs and this craziness. Yeah. And we're only there waiting for, you know, we wait for 15 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Not sometimes. Not oh, even well, that if, long. It's, if it's more than 15 minutes, people will freak out and start demanding oh, yeah. shit for free and like yelling at us. And yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I go to the one in the strip district too. So it's like insane. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. insane people there. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that's, it's even crazier. Cause like doctors don't give a shit, but like as a vet, you're just bombarded constantly and yeah. less, you don't get paid as much and people complaining constantly. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. And there's more of a buffer. I feel like I talk to my doctor a lot less, my doctors, or for whatever reason, than I talk to clients. Like, I I feel yeah. like I personally talk to clients all the time. And I, mm-hmm. and yeah. even if you request something, the doctor says it and the nurse is the one that, like, relays the message. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, anyway, that's that's why, in a nutshell. So, how do you, did you personally deal with that? Because I imagine that that was hard to adjust to. Antidepressants. <laughs> yeah. My whole family's been on them for forever. And yeah. No, I, I talk to a psychiatrist regularly myself. And 
I, I like him a lot. He's excellent. And but yeah, was there well, ever? That's good. Was there ever a point wherever you were like after you became a vet and you were like, why were you? I went to vet school and it cost the same amount as. It took the same amount of time as like medical school. I wish I would have just went to medical school. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Doctor Pimple Popper. I that was my calling. Like oh, I, really? that's what I should be Doctor Pimple Popper. Yes, <laughs> I love that stuff. That is like what I go home at the end of the day and like relax to that show. And oh Bellagio's like, dude, like what the heck? Yeah, sh- you, do you know how yeah. much more money you would make? There'd be like <laughs> no emergency. Yeah, day. just squeezing blackheads all day. And I was like, I oh. know, oh, Jesus, but yeah, I'm a little deep for that to just be switching. <laughs> I mean, I can see how it would be interesting because it's kind of like surgery, but it's not, you're not, it, it's not as serious. It's just yeah. an extraction or whatever. But when I watch uh, that stuff, I can't handle it. It grosses me no. out Ugh, so bad. I love, love to do that. I cannot even, ugh. I know. So Pasta gross. stuff? No, nah, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah that, that's my jam. That is my jam. Especially <laughs> when people come in with something that's like really large and I'm like, how did you let it get that yeah, big without yeah. doing something about like it? Like a cyst yeah. or something. Oh. Oh, yeah. What reality Ugh. are you living in where you can walk around with that? That's the other thing. <laughs> yeah, people will wait. Totally. People will wait for their animals because I'm like, you know, it's, this is a small little bump now. We can get it off. It's going to be X amount, $500, whatever. And they're like, no, 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 we'll wait. And then they come back the next year and it's like the size of a watermelon. And I'm yeah. like, well, it's going to cost more now. And they're like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you should have gotten that one yeah. smaller. I told you. <laughs> So, um, everybody who's listening, just we hope you learned something to appreciate your veterinarians. <laughs> be patient with them. Yes, please be kind to us. We are doing our best. They deal with a lot, and they're some of the nicest people. Yeah, definitely. My vet is, like, super awesome. Mm-hmm. All the doctors there. Yeah. <laughs> so We'll have we're pictures gonna... of the baby on, on the yeah. website. Done. Yeah, you can be well. representing. <laughs> <laughs> But we very much appreciate you coming to talk with us today, Sarah. Thank you for having us. And um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Last year, Sarah, whenever my cat was like, I thought my cat was going to die and it was in the ICU. I called Sarah. And this is another thing that vets have to deal with is people like their friends and family just calling them at all hours for advice (laughs) or with pictures. Like I've sent I've sent butthole pics not mine i was like wait what that's not real close like cat butthole pics (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like yeah and and so vets have to deal with that on their off hours all the time but sarah you were amazing and so helpful to me when i was going through that so i just have to thank you again because it's been one year i love your kitties so and I want to thank you for being in our music video whenever we had it. So. Oh no, that was a blast! <laughs> that thank was you fun. for letting us know about it, inviting us. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, so everybody watched the Arcadia video, and Sarah did like a dance <laughs> at one point. You can check it out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't judge that. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so Chris, anything you want to end on? Mm, no. <laughs> a little another shot, maybe, and then. For the road. Egashegada. Egashegada. guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think you did you end did you add an extra syllable? I don't know. How about siesta? Siesta, guys. Okay. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.